Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 21st, 2023. So today's April 21st, tomorrow's April 22nd. Let me just slide this in real quick. Tomorrow, April 22nd, is our oldest son's birthday. And so Ricardo Manuel Pina Jr. turns, I don't even remember how, how old he turns, but anyways, his birthday tomorrow, he's the oldest. And he's a chef, and we love him, and I speak life and blessings over him. So if you know him, we call him Lenny. If you know Lenny, just, you know, reach out to him. It's his birthday tomorrow. All right. So I'm teaching on the miracles of Jesus. This is part 66. I've been teaching on this thing all year. We're looking at the last miracle that I'm going to deal with is the last miracle that Jesus performed before he went to the cross. He raised Lazarus from the dead. To me, this is the mother of all miracles. This is Lazarus part eight. And the title of today's message is, get ready for this, y'all. I- I'm going to build up your faith. I mean, you you listen to me for a few minutes. I like to say that you're going to feel encouraged. If you came down, you're going to be up, right? If you came discouraged, you're going to be encouraged. After I talk to you for a few minutes, you're going to feel like you could leap a tall building with a single bound. I'm going to give you the word of God. Put in the chat, I'm ready to receive. Put in the chat, my heart is open. Right? You ready? The title of today's message is Believing on God's level. You're a believer and not a doubter. You walk by faith and not by fear. But today, I'm going to teach you how to believe on God's level, how to believe what God believes about you. Get ready to receive the word. All right, now we're about to get into the word. Listen, if you want to take your life to another level, and a lot of us do, we say that, put in the chat, I'm ready for another level. If you want to take your life to another level, you got to take your believing to another level because the way that God works has to happen on the inside first. If, and so so you got to grow on the inside before you can experience it on the outside. Say amen to that. All right, so Psalms 126 and verse four, this is a word that was released over by church that we've been meditating on all year. The Bible says, now, Lord, do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Lord, do it again. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. What I'm believing, God, is that in this season, a lot of us that are members of our church, we believe that in this season, it is true that last year was difficult for many people. And it is true that the last few years, going all the way back to to the pandemic, caused some people to, to dry up in some areas. But in this season of refreshing and restoring, we're declaring that that every dry heart will be drenched again. Put in the chat, no dry areas for me. Every area of your life that went dry in this season, we're believing that you will be refreshed and restored. And so let's get into the miracle for this morning. John chapter 11, we've been looking at this for days. We're going to go back to it and your faith is going to be built up this morning. Say that. Say, my, say, I'm ready to receive. My faith is being built up. My faith is going to another level. All right. So let's get into the miracle for this morning. John chapter 11. Yesterday, I expressed Jesus's frustration with Martha. After four days, he's been dead for four days, Lazarus. Jesus comes back. Now he's on the scene. He's ready to move. The two sisters, Mary and Martha, heard that Jesus was, was in town. And so he was there. Martha came out first. And she, when she came out to meet him, she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But then she said something. He said, well, your, your brother's going to rise again. And she, but she said, but even now, I know that the father would hear anything that you have to say. And so when he said your brother would rise again, if she really believed, I mean, like, but it's understandable. He had been dead for four days. But if she really believed 
then when he said your brother will rise again, she, she should have gave God a praise break right there, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as he said, your brother will rise again, she would, she should have been like, whoa, glory. Like, you know, she should have been praise break, praise break. Lord, I thank you. Lord, you know, but she didn't. Why? Because her heart was closed to the possibility of it. Since he had been dead for four days, her belief system was closed to the possibility of a resurrection. Now, maybe if it had been four hours, if if, if he died at two o'clock and Jesus showed up at six o'clock, she maybe would have been like, oh, Jesus, he just, he just, come on. I mean, I, it was just a few hours ago. Hurry up, hurry up. You're here now. Come on now. But it had been four hours. It had been four days. And so for four days, I mean, th that means that three nights already she had cried herself to sleep. And for four days, there had been mourners already there. For four, I mean, he was already in the tomb. They already had sealed it. They already put a stone on. I mean, like, it had been four days. And so in her heart, she had already moved on from the possibility of it. This is why it is critical for you and I to expand our capacity to believe God. Put it in the chat. I will never close the door on God. Unless God tells me to move on, I'm not going to move on. She had, it, it was hard for her to, to fathom the possibility of what Jesus wanted to do. Jesus said, your brother would rise again. And this is what she said. Yeah, I know. He's going to rise again in the last day, in the resurrection. Jesus like, no, what are you talking? I'm like, I'm here now. And so this is what, what she said. Okay, look, she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know the father will give you whatever you ask. He was like, oh, snap. Okay, okay. You got some faith. Here we go. Your brother would rise again. And then she was like, oh, yeah. I know he's going to rise again in the last day of the resurrection. Okay, so then Jesus tried again. Jesus tried again. She's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe she didn't get it. She said, your brother will rise again on the last day of the resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Come on now. He that believeth in me, though he were dead... Yet shall he live, believeth thou this? Like, I mean, like Jesus is trying, y'all. Like Jesus is trying to get her to believe. Jesus, like, maybe, maybe she didn't get it the, the last time. So, so I'm, I'm maybe when I say believeth thou this, do you believe this? Maybe that's gonna shock her system. Maybe that's gonna reignite her faith. He says, okay, you're talking about the resurrection. No, no, no. I am the resurrection. I am the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Believeth thou this? And you know what she said? She said, yeah, Lord, I believe that you could do anything. No, what, what did she say? She didn't say anything. She, she was just like, she was completely lost in the whole situation. Why? Because she had closed her heart to the possibility of it. So I'm going to see, we're going to see later as we continue on in this story that Jesus was like, forget it. He had to go deal with the other sister, right? This sister, he was getting nowhere with her because she had closed the door of it and she was no longer believing. So what does this mean for you today? Put it in the chat right now. I'm a believer and I'm not a doubter. So you, you got to, first of all, you got to believe God. You got to continue to believe God. I'm a believer, not a doubter. So what does this mean for you today? I have six things to share with you on this Friday morning. Let me run through these six and your heart is going to, you're going to believe God. Say, I believe on God's level. You got to learn how to believe on God's level. You ready? Six things. Number one, here we go. You need joy and peace to believe in God for the long haul. Joy and peace in believing. In 2008, uh, in January of 2008, 
I was at a conference and there was a pastor named George Matthews. Pastor George Matthews came in and he preached from Romans 15 and 13. And Romans 15 and 13 talks about joy and peace in believing and how you can have a supernatural hope where you would abound in hope by the Holy Spirit because you have joy and peace while you're believing God. And so in 2008, I spent the whole year on today's word teaching on joy and peace and believing. Like I taught the whole year from Romans 15 and 13. And so what I was talking about that year was having or maintaining both the excitement that comes from joy and the serenity that comes from peace. And so when you're believing God for something, I'm talking about actively believing God. Now, let me ask you this question. Are you believing God for anything? Like, is there something? Put it in the chat. Say, yeah, I'm believing God. If, if, is there something that you have on your heart? Is there something that's on your, on your vision board that hasn't happened yet? Well, while you're believing God for it, and I'm talking about believing God for the long haul, while you're waiting on God to do what you believe that he said he's going to do in your life, you got to maintain joy and peace in believing. They lost. Martha lost the joy and the peace. Martha lost the joy and the peace to the point where when Jesus showed up, she couldn't believe God. And so if you lose your joy and peace while you're believing God, you run the risk of missing out on God's best. In this season of refreshing and restoring for us, this is a season where dry hearts will be drenched again, but you got to get your joy back. Put in the chat, I'm going to get my joy. I got, say it now, say it by faith. I, get, I have my joy. I get my joy back. I get my peace back. If you lose your joy and you lose your peace while you're believing God for something, you're going to run the risk of closing the door to it. And once you close the door, then God could be speaking to you and you're not listening. And so what you want is you want to maintain joy and peace while you're believing God. That's Romans 15 and 13. You got it? All right. Number two, once you close the door of your heart to the possibility of something, then you won't hear God anymore concerning it. Listen, the, the goal is for us to hear God. We want to be led by the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. We want to be sensitive to the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit. And so while we're being led by the Holy Spirit, while we're sensitive to in our spirit to the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit, that's great so that we can walk in God's best and experience everything that he wants to do in our lives. However, when you close the door to the possibility of something that even when the Holy Spirit is speaking, you will not be listening. Jesus was in the flesh. So this is God in the flesh. The Holy Spirit was speaking through Jesus in the flesh right in front of Martha and she didn't get it. He, she said, my brother will rise again in the last day. He said, no, I am the resurrection. I am the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Do you believe this? And she, could, she couldn't get it. Why? Because she had closed the door to the possibility of it in your life. Listen, I know some situations are painful. And when God wants to speak to you about it, it's like, you know, you've moved on. Like you've already closed the door to it. This happens a lot, unfortunately, with women that have experienced multiple miscarriages. And God says, no, now you're going to have that baby. You're still going to have that baby. And God gives you a dream of the baby. God gives you a name for the baby and all of that. And there are some women that at that point, they've already closed the door to it. And they've been through so much pain that they don't, want, they don't even want to talk about it. They don't even want to believe it. They don't even want to talk to God concerning it. So they don't listen to the Holy Spirit because they've closed the door to it. I understand. I mean, like I, I mean, I, I'm a human. I, 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 can, I can relate to Martha. She had been crying for days, man. I mean, her brother was already in the tomb. Her, her brother was, I mean, like his, his body was already stinking. They all, I mean, they had already had service. They, I mean, they've been through all the emotions. They, they've been crying themselves to sleep for days. I mean, like she didn't even 
want to talk about it no more. Like, and so Jesus is like, no, man, I'm here now. And she's like, yeah, she's close to it. But here, here's my point. You can't close. Don't allow the pain of your situation to cause you to close the door of your heart. Because once, once your heart is closed, you won't even hear God when he's talking. Once your heart is closed, when, when, then the Holy Spirit could be talking and you won't hear him. So don't make the mistake that Martha made remain open. Put in the chat, say, my heart is open. I'm going to keep my heart open to the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, okay, uh, um, uh, there's somebody, uh, unless you want to say something in the chat, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, but anyway, there's somebody that's watching right now that went through that type of experience. What I just said, painful experience, like, you know, trying to have a, have a child. And, and, and years ago I was preaching and this person was watching online the live stream. And I said, I'm talking to somebody right now who's been trying to have a baby and it's been a painful experience and it's been difficult. The Lord says, you're still going to have that baby. This person opened her heart to the possibility of it. She had the child. And a few months ago, she came to our church and she said, Hey, listen, this is, you see my daughter right here. Let me give you this testimony. And she showed me the child. I'm saying never close your heart to the possibility of something. You got to keep your heart open to receive. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, number three. All right. As we walk with God, read his word, and have faith experiences, put, put in the chat, say, I have encounters of the God kind, right? So what you want to have is faith experiences with God. You want to have encounters of the God kind. So anyway, as you're reading the word of God, walking with the Holy Spirit, having encounters with God of the God kind, one of the goals should be for you to keep your heart open to the impossible, right? You want to keep your heart open to, to anything that God wants to do, however he wants to do it. It is often difficult for us as humans to fathom the enormity of God's blessing. It is often for us uh, difficult. Okay, so the person, she shared it. So her name is Charity. So Charity, you shared it uh, in the chat, praise God. And she's three years old. The little girl's three years old. And that came as a result of a word from God. So Charity, I rejoice with you. Praise God for your little daughter. And thank you for sharing that testimony with me. All right. So but um, so what you don't want to do is close the door to the possibility of it. And I know that it's difficult a lot of times for us as humans to even fathom the enormity of God's blessing. But God loves us so much that he wants to do things that he wants to do that is sometimes difficult for us to wrap our minds around his plans because his plans are better than our plans. And so sometimes it's difficult for us to even try to dream on God's level, but we got to get to that point. I know that it's hard. It's difficult. Let me say it this way. You, you will not receive what you cannot perceive. So the Holy Spirit goes to great lengths to help you to develop spiritual perception. And so the Holy Spirit wants you to be able to see in the spirit and believe what God believes about you. Now, sometimes God would challenge you to trust him in areas where you've never experienced him before. And what he wants you to do in those areas is open the door to the possibility of it. So put in the chat, my heart is open. You got to keep your heart open to whatever God wants to do, however he wants to do it. Number four, embrace the concept of God-sized dreams. Now, I've told you this many times, but say it out loud. Say, I dream God-sized dreams. So, so you got you to embrace the concept of God-sized dreams. I've told you many times that Isabella and I have, have been challenged in this area uh, where especially when we started walking with God because of the way that we were raised, I was raised on welfare in the United States. She was raised with no running water, no electricity. That when God would speak to us about using money as a ministry, 
It was like, man, we never had money. <laughs> when God would speak to us about doing stuff like funding projects and doing things overseas and building a school and having, it was like, man, where, how in the world are we going to do that? We don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't know anything about that. But you got to dream on God's level. You got to, all you, all God is looking for from you is your faith. God is not checking your bank account. God is checking your faith. God, God wants you to open up your heart to believe. So one of the reasons why God wanted me to teach on the miracles to start off 2023 is because God wants you to believe on another level. And so for, God wants you to open up your heart to another level. Anything is possible. God wants you to believe that anything is possible. So instead of limiting your expectations to things that you think are reasonable or achievable, right? People will say, well, oh, okay, well, let me see your resume. And what they're trying to do when they look at your resume is they're judging your future off of your past. They want to say, oh, let me, what's your past performance? Where are you from? Where do you go to school? I'm a product of the New York City public school system. Oh, okay. I'm a son of immigrants from the Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. And so, so what they do is they're like, oh, okay. Well, based on this, where you're from, you know, your ethnicity, your socioeconomic status, where'd you go to school? Oh, I got my master's degree, but I got it online. Oh, okay. And so, so they try to dismiss you. And so, so instead of believing on the level of something that seems rational or reasonable, or, or sen like like sensible. Oh well, Rick, you're, you're like mm, somebody like from where you're from, or somebody with your background, or somebody that looks like you. Mm, chances are, no, don't give me that. Chances are stuff. I'm saying, got one word from God can turn any situation around. And so believe on God's level. I'm talking about dream God-sized dreams. And listen, if God says it, God can do anything through anyone, anywhere, at any time. God is God. And so, so if you believe on the level that God wants to perform, I'm just like, okay, this is where I'm at. I don't know where you're at. This is where I'm at. Lord, I'm down for whatever. I will do whatever you want me to do. I will go wherever you want me to go. I will say whatever you want me to say when I get there. Lord, Lord, all I want is what you want for me. I don't want any more, but I don't want any less. I want everything that you that you planned for me from the foundations of the world. I, I open up my heart to believe. I believe what you believe about me, and I will walk in the divine assignment wherewith I am called, and I make no excuses for everything that you... I, I make no excuses for me being me. I embrace your opinion of me. I line up my opinion of me with your opinion of me, and I'm going to walk this thing out. Number five, you need a new mind to believe on God's level. You need a new mind to believe on God's level. In one of my previous messages, I talked about the importance of renewing your mind. The reason why uh, uh, Martha was close to the possibility of it is because her mind was closed. And so you need to uh, expand your capacity to believe God. You need a new mind. You need to replace limiting thoughts with thoughts from the word of God. You need to replace any thoughts that have limits on it to replace those with the, the unlimited nature of God's power. And so uh, the unlimited nature of God's glory, right? The unlimited nature of God's person. And so when you, any limit that you see in your life, you got to replace it with the God of no limits. So the day you were born again, you became, you were a new man. You were living in an old body, but you were in need of a new mind. The day you got born again, your spirit was new, but your mind was not. And so, so you were a new man living in an old body in need of a new mind. And your new mind 
can only come from the Word of God. The Word of God will help you to renew your mind to think and believe on God's level so that you can believe what God believes about you. So that you can, you need a new mindset in order to maximize your purpose and potential. You need a new mindset so that you can believe on God's level. You need a new mindset so that you can transform your thinking to the God of no limits. You need a new mindset. And so, so you want to think on God's level and that's only going to come through meditating and medicating on the Word of God, getting the Word of God down in your heart on a daily basis. Say amen to that. And then number six, and finally, uh, last point for today, and I'll release you into this weekend. To grow to another level, you must believe on another level first. Put in the chat, I believe on another level. I've told you many times, your legs will never take you where your soul has never been. And so if you want your legs to take you somewhere, then your soul has to go there first. In Christ Jesus, the reason why God spends so much time with you in your prayer closet and with your vision board and with all of these things that God gives you, these visions and, and all of this, the reason why God does that is because you have to see it on the inside first. If you can't see it, you can't have it. If you can't see it, you will never be it. And so your legs will never take you where your soul has never been. And so God works with you on the inside. Transformation has to happen on the inside first. The reason why Martha couldn't see it is because on the inside, she already had closed the door to it. Listen, you have to expand your capacity to believe God to where you see yourself the way that God sees you on the inside so that you're open to the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit. In 2023, in this season, the Holy Spirit wants to take you into new territories of faith. Listen to me. Look at me. I'm talking to you. There are new, new things that God wants to do in your life. God wants to take you into new areas, into new levels, into new paradigms, into new territories of faith. But you, you cannot walk into those levels in the natural until you walk into those levels in the spirit first. And so you have to spend time meditating, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 18, meditating on the things that you cannot see. And so you go into your prayer closet and you're like, okay, Lord, show me 2023. Show me the end. Show me 2024. Show me where you want me to go. And you spend time walking that thing out. You spend time seeing yourself operating on that level. You see, you see yourself growing your business to this level. You see yourself getting that promotion. You see yourself thriving in your marriage. You see yourself with your children. You see yourself. And so you see it. And, and, because if you can't see it, you can't have it. If you can't see it, you will never be it. And so you got to see it first. And Martha couldn't see it. Jesus was there ready to raise Lazarus from the dead. Jesus could see it, but she could not see it. And if you can't see it, you will never be it. And so you got to spend time seeing it. And watch this, watch this. When you see it and you meditate on it and, and it becomes the unseen becomes more real to you than the seen. You can see it so clearly and, and that watch this, the vision is pulling you. It's like my calling is calling me and I can can see it so clearly. You can see it so clearly that when you come out of your prayer closet and it's like the people down here haven't, haven't caught up with that reality yet, then watch this. The unseen is more real to me than the seen. And so you're now dealing with people down here in this world, but you were so caught up in heaven that, that you could see it. And it was so real to you that when you come back, that the unseen like is more real to you than the seen. When Jesus showed up, he already could see Lazarus alive. And Jesus was like, he was like, I could see it. And so when, when Mark Martha wasn't flowing with him. When Martha wasn't getting it, he was like, well, forget you. Let me go talk to the other sister. Why? Because I can see it. The unseen has to be more real to you than the seen. Jesus performed many miracles, but this miracle was going to be on a whole nother level. Now, this man had been dead for four long days and she couldn't see it. Maybe if he had been dead for four minutes, she could see it, but he had been dead for four long days. And there's some things that you can't see. And if you can't see it, then you got to change your mindset. You got to change your thinking. 
team. Because in this season, 2023, for you, for you to go to another level, for you to say, this is my season, this is my time, this is my turn, that sounds good. But for you to experience it, you have to believe on another level. If you don't believe on another level, you will never experience another level. Say amen to that. But you and I, you know what we're going to do? We're going to believe it. You know what we're going to do in this season? We're believing on another level. We're going to see it. We're going to spend time with the Holy Ghost. We're going to let him talk to us. We're going to let him paint that picture for us. And then we're going to think about it, meditate on it. And it's going to be so real to us that we will not be moved by what we see with these eyes. We will only be moved by what God says. We're going to, God will reveal things to us and we're going to believe it. And then we're going to have the faith and the audacity to say it. Watch this. Repeat after me. Say, I'm going to say what God said until I see what God said. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say what God said out loud in faith without wavering. And I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to allow what I see to change what I said. Mm -mm. I'm going to say it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to walk it out. It's going to be more real to me. Why? Because I'm believing on another level so that I can experience on another level. Say amen to that. Whew. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Now I need to re release you into the weekend. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I am finally at the point where I genuinely believe that you're a God of no limits. There's nothing you can't do. Therefore, no matter what things look like, in the natural, I maintain joy and peace in believing. I operate in faith and patience. I remove every artificial limit. My belief system is open. I believe the impossible. I see the invisible. I never close the door to you. I am open. I am ready. I am receptive. I believe on your level and I shall experience your best. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Whew. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you're not getting my notes, go to todaysword.org. Get the notes. It's free. Todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Walk this thing out. We are the just and we live by faith. On Fridays, I'd like to remind you, we have a lot of stuff going on in our ministry. We're about to send a team. Not only are we going to the Dominican Republic and we have things going on there, we're, we're going to send a team to Dominica, to where Isabella's from. And so if you want to be part of our ministry, if you want to partner with us, just uh, what you can do is you can give. Go to um, ripministries.org and make a donation. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. Also, if you want, well, anyway, the video is going to come and explain all these things to you, but get our products, get the books. The books are going to be a blessing to you. I'm, I'm finalizing a few things on the next book. It's going to be great. And then if you're not part of our coaching program and, and you're interested in that, check that out as well. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing weekend. The best is yet to come for you. Leave me some comments in the chat and then share this message. I'll see you on Monday morning. Oh, last thing. Sorry, I almost forgot. If you're in the Virginia area, if you're in the Northern Virginia area, and you're looking for somewhere to go to church on Sunday, I'm preaching at VCMI Virginia, VCMI Woodbridge in Woodbridge, Virginia, Dale City. So you don't want to miss it. It's going to be good. Sunday morning, 10 a.m., VCMI Virginia. Check us out. I would love to see you there. All right. Have a blessed weekend. God bless you.
If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, we have several books and products on rickpina.co. These are products designed to help you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have apparel there that will help you represent the grace life. Thank you so much for being a blessing to us. And we pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you. 